Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. It's the new year. Happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. 2017. I'm so glad that 2016 is over and done with. I'm so glad. This was a rough year. So, gosh. all kinds kinds (laughs) of ways. Yeah. But we got a year of foreplay. Yes, we do. We do. That's fantastic. This is awesome. Yeah. So, 2017. Is going to be awesome. It's I'm going to be I'm our just year. speaking it out loud now. Yeah. <laughs> speaking it out loud. I'm going to Speak will it, it to happen. Okay. It is going to be awesome. Okay. This is our year. So we're going to talk today about your sex resolutions. Uh, this is such a new idea to a lot of people, right? What do you think, though, Lori, is <laughs> the benefit? This is a new idea to sexual distancers. This is a very old idea to sexual, sexual pursuers. pursuers. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, I've been wanting this every single year. Are you kidding? Yeah. So why, though, do you think that we should set, as couples should set, um, sex sex solutions? Sex solutions, yeah. I don't think many people do. They don't talk about it. Maybe sexual pursuers want to talk about it, but I don't hear many couples come in and say, hey, we just set our sexual resolutions for, for the year. You know. But I do think that many times people are doing an analysis, right, of their whole life at the new year. Yeah. You know, what, what do I need to accomplish in the home? What do I need to accomplish at work? What do I need to accomplish in the family? What what What's important to us? It's goal setting, right? We're, yeah. We're setting all kinds of things, and especially when it comes to their family life, you know, okay, what about as a couple? 
what's important to us. You know, what are our, the areas, our time together, our sex life, our time away from kids if you have kids. You know, how can you prioritize the coupleship? Because the couple, the marriage, is really what supports the family. I mean, many times people get that backwards. They think supporting their children with time, energy, and money is what's going to make for a happy family, but it's the other way around, right? Oh, my right? goodness. If we could just get every couple just to get that concept alone, I mm-hmm. think they would have – we'd have better couples, but we'd also have just better families like because yes. it, gets, it gets turned around so quickly. The couple is the core of the family, right? right? And so if the core is not taken care of – it's the trunk. Gonna, yeah, it's absolutely. It's the trunk that holds the branches. You know, the cradle's up in those branches, man, and it will absolutely fall if the trunk splits. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's diseased or not strong or not sturdy, it cannot support the branches. And yeah. so you you really have to strengthen the most important part of the family, which is the marriage or the parents or the couple, you know, the cu- yeah. not the not the parenting, but the marriage itself, the couple relationship. Yeah. And I think one of the things when you talk about sex resolutions, we talk a lot on this show um, and in therapy about how your sexual relationship evolves over time. If you're yes. going to be in a committed relationship for a long, a long, long term, your sex, your sexual relationship is going to change. It does. Right? And so have taking time to examine what where you want that to grow that it's you're always looking for it to grow to be better to um, that it's going to be different than it was before but that doesn't mean that it can't be better especially if you're taking time to nurture that sexual relationship and saying okay what are our what are our goals in our sexual relationship for this year where yeah. do we need to grow where do we want to change where do we want to spice it up um, where do we want to explore like t- just looking at those things do we want to have it no, yeah the I'm answer kidding. to that is yes everyone <laughs> do not answer that no, question I'm sorry and I, I don't make, mean to make fun because I know there truly are people out there struggling in sexless marriages yeah but there are also people out there who who don't do this they don't prioritize their sexual relationship well, in any way form or fashion well but a lot of those people that end up in sexless marriages or end up with marriages where sex is not occurring often it's because it's been neglected you know it's because it hasn't been um, nurtured and cared for it hasn't you haven't taken the time to say how do we want it to grow and so I think Uh I think this practice could be such a life-giving practice to your sexual relationship it could be you know and I know when you think of resolutions you think of things that you don't end up keeping. So we don't want it to fall into that category, right. but you want to doing an analysis of it, doing saying, you know, what what do we what do we hope for our sexual relationship this year? Can at least move it in a positive direction and begin to open up conversation for you and your partner that maybe you haven't had before. Yeah, absolutely. And it might be a time to heal some of the problems that have happened that have caused maybe sexual disruption, you know, to be intentional and say, okay, where have we gone wrong? Oh, yeah. You know, maybe one person said something hurtful or a lot of times I see people don't have really good conversation because they don't have explicit language about how to talk about, you know, their sex life. Mm. So they, you know, there's things that go wrong sexually and they don't know how to talk about it. One person uh, maybe says, you know, well, I was giving this person oral sex and their face looked terrible. They, you know, they had a grimace on their face, so I never did it again. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that grimace might have been pleasure. That might have been yeah. them letting go. Yeah. And then they don't know how to ask for it because they don't talk about it. So, I mean, all sorts of directions. Yeah. So how would you imagine people approaching the, this this particular conversation? Because yeah. I think you're right. They don't have the language for it. So how do they begin to approach the conversation to say, what are our sexual res- resolutions going to be, especially if they haven't had those types of conversations before? Well, I think when we think about our personal resolutions, we often put them into broad categories, right? Like, you know, body, mind, and spirit. Yeah. What do I need to do to be healthy in my body? What do I need to, to be healthy in my mind and relationships? What mm-hmm. do I need to be healthy spiritually and in my soul? You know, whether I need to learn peace with meditation or or be more faith-based or whatever it is. Mm. So, I mean, I think that that's a good sort of model for the couple. Mm. You know, body, mind, and spirit. You know, where... You know, first of all, where do we need to be sort of more connected in our spiritual life together? How do we how do we nurture each other's emotional inner being? Yeah. You know, and maybe in the friendship, right? How do we become the safe base for each other? That secure place because as we know, about half the people out there need to have a safe base and a sense of security before they're willing to be sexual. So let's nurture that. Let's take time to be intentional yeah. about what that would look like for them. And yeah. then the body. Yeah. You know, the the sexual life, the intimate life, affection, you know, how do we how do we care for each other in our bodies? Yeah, and uh, and I think the way that you're talking about it, it, it breaks it up really well. I think it's hard sometimes because I think as, as you were talking, I was just thinking, wow, that's such therapist language. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's such, that's such ther- and I, but it, I mean, it's good. I think it's good for couples to talk in. Uh, but a lot of times we, I think couples tend to just think when we talk about what they want to have to be different in their sexual relationship, they just go, well, we just want more of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. as opposed to thinking through the things that you're talking about, how do we nurture each other? How do we care for each other's spirit? How do we create safety for each other and being okay talking about the ways that that hasn't happened in our relationship in the past that we want it to be different in the future? Like those things, I recognize that I think for a good segment of people, they're gonna they're gonna shy away from having that language because it mm-hmm. or have the having those conversations. But what, well, it's often already in the power struggle, right? Yeah. Frequency is a big one that people struggle over. So if you come to your partner and say, "I want to make a resolution to have more sex." I mean, that could potentially be shot down so quickly Mm. versus maybe a more comprehensive idea about how do we care for ourselves as a couple, including these different areas, you know, the body, the the friendship, and maybe sometimes even the practical ways that you care for each other. But, I mean, I think that that makes it more of a conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you need? This is what I need. This is what I'd like. But I, I would say definitely for couples, you know, my wish for them as a New Year's resolution would be yeah. frequency. Yeah. That in in a sense, if you don't have frequent enough sex, there is this sense of deprivation. Mm-hmm. And then everything becomes a little more frantic. And there is this difficulty be, with inhibition because, oh, you know, you haven't gotten naked in front of each other in two weeks. And yeah. now you got to get naked. And it's like, ah, you know, yeah. there, there is a, a force against you when, when that happens. Yeah. And I think it 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 does lead to more. the con- That conversation that you're talking about leads to more frequency. Sure. Like I think that that's what it's, it's kind of like when we're just lowering our shoulder and trying to ram our shoulder into the locked door, so to speak, and just mm-hmm. knock it down by sheer force. Mm-hmm. That's the, I just want to have it more frequently, yeah. you know, question. But, you know, for the sexual distancer, 
frequency works because more orgasms actually feeds libido. It yeah. feeds sexual desire, especially for females who don't have testosterone that feeds them mm-hmm. to make them want to have sex. Orgasm helps them want to have sex, so yeah. frequent orgasm helps them. And also for the sexual pursuer, frequent orgasm calms them down mm. and gives them a sense of, okay, I don't have to be frantic about this. It is coming. Yeah. Uh, so it helps them. So frequency really is an important aspect, I think, Absolutely. of our sexual relationship. I just, I you think know? I just want to see couples talk about it, not just with that question. Sure. I want them to talk about it's all. It's too narrow. Yeah, it's too narrow. I think all the things that you're talking, talking about, you know, emotional safety, caring for the spirit, like, caring for each other's needs there like that's the soft start to talking about frequency that is right that's the soft start that really kind of helps ease you into a conversation because i think when you come in and just say hey our our resolution is i want to have it more like it's it's a then it's dead the conversation is dead (laughs) and it's and it it creates a defensive response in your partner that i don't think you want that's going to get the converse not get the conversation going yeah but I think a conversation of what, what makes you feel safe, what, what do you mm. need in this relationship that would make you feel nurtured and loved? Yeah. And if you're the sexual pursuer, you know, really being open to that your partner's response may not be, I need more sex. Oh, yeah. And not being anxious about that. Yes. Like, that doesn't mean that you won't have enough sex, but that may not be their starting point. Yeah. You know, they may need, you know, I need to be out with you. I need more time with you. I need more yeah. talking. It's like be aware of that, that that is a genuine need and be open to it. And and just as you represent yourself and say, you know, I'm, you know, I think these are great things. Let's, how can we get both of these needs met? And I, I need more sex. You know, that's make, what makes me feel safe. Well, and I think so. that leads into the, the body conversation, which mm-hmm. I think can then be about how you actually have sex. Yeah. You know, like the, the physical act, the... Um, what you like, what you don't like, your fantasies, frequency. Oh, you're um, talking about such a difficult conversation. I know, but I think that, but I think isn't that isn't it so much better to have that as an outcropping conversation of the safety emotionally? Yes, right. Than it is just yes. coming in, and because it, you, it has to be safe to talk about things that maybe your partner's not doing that you really want them to do. Right. Right. Or right. to talk about things to to broach difficult topics about fantasies that you have, or. Um, about um, positions that you want to try. Like, I mean, I think those, we tend to just go to the physical conversation first, but I think you can have it much more safely when each of you feels like your emotional needs have been, been heard and met and you can kind of raise the bar there. Yeah, I think that's great. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay. So we'll be right back with more on sex resolutions with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Wanting Sex Again, How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. 
Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage, through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy, in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique, and that combination together helps marriages be happy. Improve your sex and improve your relationship with Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Find out more at awakenloveandsex.com and sign up for their next couples retreat weekend hosted by Lori Watson. Awakenloveandsex.com. Awaken what's possible. It is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthews with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. We're back. Sex resolutions for the new uh, year. I love it. <laughs> so you were you were love talking. This idea. You were talking about a, a really explicit conversation about sex. Yeah. As part of the resolutions, the sex resolutions, and so I, I'd like to help people with that conversation because I I do agree with you. Yeah. That it is important to have kind of an annual review, at least about our sex life and even including explicit conversations. But you know we're going to get tons of letters from people out there who say, you know, my partner won't even talk about it at all, let alone what you guys describe. No oh way, no how. Yeah. But some of you are in more working relationships that can. And I think that maybe the first place would begin, like maybe breaking up the sexual experience into four sections. Okay. So how about what do you like during seduction and mm. arousal? Yes. How do you like to be aroused? Yeah. What's your favorite way to have an orgasm? What do you, what ideas do you have about having an orgasm? And that would, I think, include some of what you've talked about, different sexual positions, yeah. different touches, maybe the use of a vibrator or not. Yeah. You know, how do we incorporate all this so that, you know, as particularly the female is having regular orgasms? Mm. I think that's important. And does she want multiple orgasms? Has she ever considered that? What would that look like? Is it her call? You know, is it his sort of fantasy to give her that? You know, yeah. all of that. And then maybe talking about, you know, what, what happens afterwards. Yeah. You know, do we like to cuddle? Do we like to talk? Do we do it early enough so that we go out to dinner afterwards, which is my primary suggestion? Yeah. You know, don't do it the last thing at night. Do it early and then go out. Yeah. And I, I missed one. So I think the earliest one is what causes desire, right? Yeah, the, the seduction yeah. and the desires yeah. phase. And how can I help you turn on? How can you help me turn on? That kind of thing. What, what turns us both on? 
Yeah. Uh, so it's desire and arousal and orgasm and then the afterglow, right? Yeah. Maybe you could suggest a conversation about talking about each of those stages. So it's not just a, a you know, undirected, unguided, you know, well, just tell me what you like. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I <laughs> that mean, question is sure to turn off your sexual distancer, I promise. I, well, I think that that's part, of, that's part of the thing that keeps people from having these explicit conversations is that it, they start with things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it and just, because they're so anxious, it's right? So they're anxious, so anxious yeah. about it. Yeah. Even if they feel more comfortable themselves, they're anxious about how their partner is going to react. Yeah. And if, if we could get couples just to settle in as it gets colder outside, round a fire, like baby, it's you, cold. That's out right. There. <laughs> like I mean, on their love seat, where it's an this is an intimate conversation, and they can just settle, and it's not. And, they can and maybe a little wine. A, a don't, little wine. Don't you think a little mulled wine? I, I think, you know, uh, I don't like fire. mulled wine, but, you know, <laughs> like a little red wine for me, a little okay. mulled wine. Okay. For whoever, just red what, wine. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's something that that allows you to just sink into that conversation and it be and it be okay yeah. to have the those kind of detailed conversations. I love right. the idea that you're suggesting of breaking it into those parts because that is the sex is not just intercourse, right? It's, it's not, not just, just flesh on flesh. That's right. I mean, it's the whole thing, the lead up, what gets you in the mood, who's going to initiate, how those things begin to happen, mm-hmm. um, foreplay, arousal, leading into sex itself. And then I, I love what you're talking about as far as just afterglow, like that period of time is important as well. And we've got to give consideration to it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that that's one of the disappointments is that the afterglow experience can be a letdown. You know, what I see sometimes is men generally physiologically do get sleepy and tired. I mean, that's just the release. But women often wake up. Mm. And so they get more energized and they are wide awake. That's why they want to sit up and talk. Yeah. So it can. Yeah. That's another important phase. What do you like? Is it beer and a pizza? You know, is it just going your separate ways (laughs) or is it, you know, what's the gig? Yeah. I like beer and a pizza. Let's put that in bed. (laughs) So Um, he likes wine and beer and a pizza. You you know, I mean, I think what you're saying, though, is essentially in and of itself, the way you describe it, it's a metaphor, right? It's Mm. it's it's red wine. It's not mulled wine. And and you're that's how you hopefully people talk about sex and are in these really tiny differentiations of expectations and yeah. you know what what you like and versus what your partner thinks you may like i mean that's that's yeah. all really important yeah so maybe lori i mean we've talked a lot about how to have the conversation mm-hmm. like maybe we can talk about too what are some actual resolutions that people could make that would be good ones in a good direction right okay. like okay. to give them examples because i think one of the ones that i think is a base one is just that if you have fallen out of the habit of dating each other, yeah, right, like that this is just a simple resolution that you can have to just start dating again, right? Um, to just make 2017 the year that you have a, get in a regular date schedule that begins to lead into something that is good to set up the opportunities for sex more yeah. more than you have in the past. You know, my husband, we are empty nesters basically, <clears throat> kids coming home for different things, but. You know, like he has a real desire to be adventurous at this point. Not mm. not just, I'm not just talking about our private life. Yeah, right, right. But I'm talking like he wants to travel and stuff. Yeah. And so I found this website that offers like rare find kinds of airline tickets. You know, like awesome. round trip to Peru for 200 bucks. Wow. You know, and, or a round trip. I found one for France recently. They were advertising round trip to France for 400 bucks. Wow. And it, really cheap. And so that's, you know, one thing I'm going to do is I'm resolving to take more time off 
at work and travel with him to do that. And I think it's the same sort of thing in the bedroom, right? Like, what's the adventure? So maybe it's I commit to fulfilling, you know, two of your fantasies this year. Hmm. And maybe you have your partner give me a list of 15 fantasies and just pick two and say, Hmm. you know, these are ones I could manage. I think that's great. Yeah, because you're saying you're committing, you're not committing to everything, but you're fine. You're picking two that you can. Yeah, you're picking two that you can do. Yeah, absolutely. I think another one that I really like is the idea of there's all kinds of workshops out there about how to have better sex. Yes. Right. Yes. And I think finding one in a in a destin in some city that you want to visit, right, um, and being intentional about about your sex life and about mm-hmm. learning more. I think resolving to go to a workshop about sex it can be uncomfortable at first, mm-hmm. but I think you can leave, especially if you make it a a, a whole weekend, a weekend yeah. away. I love that idea of just taking the time to say we're going to learn more about this thing mm-hmm. that we're doing. We're not just going to we're not just going to let it happen. We're going to learn about it and we're going to do that together. Yeah, I think it'd be such a good I agree. I you know, I have given weekends on sexual communication and development, but I find that people have not been as willing to come to those. I think it is this anxiety of if I show up with a group of couples you know, then they're going to all know that I'm a sexual failure or mm. they're going to think I'm a pervert or something. So I've decided to offer that by like a webinar. Oh, so that they yeah, can, that's great. They can do it at the in the privacy of their own home. They can hear the material and learn it. And so mm. that's coming next year, too. So you can find it on our website. Yeah, I love so. that. I mean, yeah, there's lots of different ways to do that. If, you know, being in a, another room full of people doesn't appeal to you. Yeah. There's tons of things like that. Yeah. But just committing to learn it through it and through videos, through webinars through yeah. books like anything like that that but you're couples just weekends often even yeah. the the ones that are basic about communication and all of that often have some section on sex as well another one i really like tell me what you think about this one is just committing to be intentional about touch every single day oh yeah i mean i think that Can't that's imagine i like i there's a not yeah there was a study i'll have to find it but there's one about the the difference that just a very intentional kiss makes mm-hmm. every single day yeah. in the life yeah. of a couple. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah, I have some friends who are practicing that. And every day they do this French kiss before they leave each other. Oh, wow. Like, seriously, That's like, awesome. it, it has to be for so long. And they do it in front of their kid. You know, it's like, nope, we're kissing each other every single day. Like one serious, long yeah. kiss. Has it made a difference? Yeah, for they say it's been really connecting. It's been really good. Yeah. But I think yeah, even I like, like just committing to do that, I think it helps you, like you said, stay connected, but it also helps you stay connected physically. That's going to increase your desire mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I would say committing to variety, mm. like once a quarter, do something a little different, whether yeah. it's you have sex in the living room or you put on something sexy or something that is out of the ordinary just to you know, so that you break the routine of it's sex at night, it's sex in the bed. It's like do something different every quarter. Yeah. You know, find something that is fun. Yeah. That really does keep it hot. It keeps it spicy. It keeps mm-hmm. it different. It keeps it from falling into that routine that just that is so easy to fall out of. I think when it's the same all the time, you end up neglecting it, right? I mean, you end up falling. You're not going to be as intentional about it when you know, know that there's something that's coming that's going to be different, that's going to be better for you. And what I would suggest is make your resolution and make the plan yeah. and put it on the calendar. I love that. So that it's not just something, I will do this, but it's like, do it right then. Figure yeah. out your four different things that you're going to do. Figure out the date you're going to do them on and write it down then. I mean, that way it doesn't just slip out of your mind and you forget about it. But have the plan. 
-hmm. Develop that as part of your resolution. And I know some of you out there are thinking only four times a year and every other time we got to just like stir the oatmeal. You know, that's not (laughs) enough. I want to do something different every single time. And it's like, I know, I know you're the sexual pursuer, (laughs) but I'm really speaking to the sexual distancer to initiate variety four times a year in some way that is new and different. Yeah. I think what we're talking about is just you're nurturing that your sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a wide variety of things that people could resolve to do in their sex life. But whatever it is, I mean, you can find all kinds of ideas online. Right. You can, you know, call one of us. Like right. we can give you ideas. Like, sure. But I think whatever it is, it's about nurturing that sexual relationship. It's about being intentional and purposeful and growing your, your sexual relationship over the months of 2017. 2017. Can you believe it? Yep. Sex resolutions. Well, thank you. And we look forward to a great year with you with more Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy and your host, sex therapist Lori Watson and couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 